inside beautiful people funky monkey honey boo boos um (laughs) if you have been listening for a while I talked about one time how I I just hate podcasters and youtubers calling like their listeners by some kind of tribe name so yeah let's get into it fam bam Alright, so in this episode today, we're going to be talking about intermittent fasting. I should have said, my name's Chelsea, this is the Lean of Plants membership, this is what happens when you don't have a pre-recorded intro and your baby is screaming in the background. So intermittent fasting is really, really popular and there's a lot of quite big vegan names that do it and really, really swear by it. So if you've done it and you love it and you've got any feedback on it, like definitely send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts on it. I'm going to share with you the three like biggest pros of intermittent fasting, but also the biggest cons of intermittent fasting. So hopefully you can make a decision based on some science, based on some actual hashtag truth bombs, and then you will be set to decide whether it is right for you. So first of all, why intermittent fasting works for weight loss? Once again, I'm an old broken record, but it's a calorie deficit. So if you're eating in a tiny window, that can reduce the amount of calories that you consume overall. Not necessarily though, and this is why it's not guaranteed for you to lose weight, but for a lot of people it is going to help them lose weight. So it's really not the fact that you're intermittent fasting that you're burning fat, it's the fact that it got you into a calorie deficit and now the calorie deficit is what is causing your body to burn its stored fat cells. Quickly to reiterate, even though I do it every single time, a calorie deficit basically just means the amount of calories coming into your body from the food that you eat has to be less than the amount of calories that you are burning from your exercise, from your basic metabolic processes, um, like all of the amount of movement that you're doing, powering that big old brain of yours, that it has to be more than calories coming in so that your body is forced to dip into the fat stores that it needs because it's already spent that, it's already spending that amount, it's non-negotiable, the calories going out, so it has to get that from somewhere. If you're not eating enough, goes to the fat stores, that's a calorie deficit. And if you want to understand more about getting into a calorie deficit without Uh, counting calories and how to do that go and listen to my second podcast episode I've got all the information on there about how to do that and you can also check out my website and get into the lean with plants membership that is where I teach young light eyes how to get into a calorie deficit I don't know why I said that But to do that without losing weight and without cutting portion sizes and actually enjoying their life, not letting food rule them, stop self-sabotaging, all of that good stuff. So three pros and cons of intermittent fasting. Number one, if you can stick to an eating window and that helps you to get into a calorie deficit, then you will lose weight. So if that window causes you to eat less calories than you normally would and you're in a deficit, the, the biggest pro of intermittent fasting in that instant is that you are going to lose weight. The con of that is it's not going to necessarily get you into a deficit. It's still really possible that you can eat just as many calories in a short window. And 
one of my clients was telling me about some friends that they have and like they'll go out and eat at a cafe but this guy who's not doing it who's doing intermittent fasting like a really really short fasting window he'll just get all of his food to go and then he will eat it on later on at night all the same kind of food stuff it into like a three-hour window and think for some reason that's going to help him lose weight it's just ridiculous but this is why I hate people not being able to understand a calorie deficit because then you're so vulnerable to thinking that it's some kind of window or it's some kind of keto or some fad diet that's going to come on. There's going to be new fad diets coming every single week that are claiming to have the secret and there isn't a secret. Any diet, it works on a calorie deficit. So if you don't understand that, then what happens when you can't sustain this anymore? Because you think it's the window, you're going to, when you can't bother doing this like window of eating anymore, you're going to gain weight again. You're not going to understand how to create these kind of habits that are actually going to keep you losing weight and keeping them off for good. I, I just really hate this kind of fear-based approach to dieting and I mean, I do see it sometimes, like even in the program that I run, the Lean With Plants membership, people will say to me, or like, can I eat this? Can I eat that? And this is not, a, it's not a program that is based on rules, but there is guidelines that are going to help you for like a maximum weight loss for being able to ensure that you get into a calorie deficit. But I just want to stress as well, like guidelines that you understand can help you. Rules that just tell you something and they go to the lowest common denominator to get you into a calorie deficit are not, not, are not helpful for you making empowered choices at all. And whenever I hear people saying like, I only lose weight doing intermittent fasting, I just want to scream at them. I'm like, you'd lose the same amount of weight eating the same number of calories. It's not the freaking window of time. It's the fact that you're in a calorie deficit and fad diets like I mean not that intermittent fasting is a fad diet but it does rely on something that is quite extreme or quite um, like restrictive to achieve that result any kind of rule-based diet like this like I said before touched on they work because they go to the lowest common denominator they have to go to extreme measures to ensure that most people are going to get into a calorie deficit and then they're actually going to be um, somewhat successful so it's same with something like a raw diet I don't necessarily believe like a raw diet is super unhealthy but it is hard to stick to and people lose weight on a fully raw diet because when you do eat fully raw it's incredibly hard to eat more calories than you need like you are almost guaranteed to be in a calorie deficit because fruits and vegetables are so incredibly low in calories so again it's not the fact that you're raw it's not the fact that you're sticking to some like very like extreme kind of program like fully raw like I have to eat fruits and vegetables only fruits and vegetables otherwise I won't lose weight no it's the eating that way ensured by in a way it's it's extremity and that you would be in a calorie deficit all of these things intermittent fasting raw diets whatever kind of diet that you're doing all of these are tools that people use to get into a calorie deficit they're not things that make you lose weight in and of themselves okay so we're talking about the pros though i think you can see where this is going my bias is obviously 
obviously that I'm not a fan of intermittent fasting but here is another pro number two so intermittent fasting can teach you discipline there's no question about that if you can learn to stick to it and follow through on a plan then you are going to be teaching yourself that you can keep commitments and that's really helpful I think that that is helpful for you to realize that you have that ability and that you trust yourself to do that but it can also create unhealthy eating habits. I believe it is, and the science supports this as well, that it is really helpful to create consistency in your meals and to actually be able to maintain like long-term change. Those kind of habits are going to have to become lifestyle. They're going to have to be second nature. You don't wake up in the morning and it's an effort. It's just like brushing your teeth. You just do it. And a lot of the time that doesn't happen with, with intermittent fasting because you get into a habit of cramming the amount of calories that you eat simply because you get hungry so you're well you will tend to be eating more calories in that short window of time than you would be normally and for most people that's still probably going to be less because you've just your time restricted so you're going to be eating less calories than you would normally but it means that when you do have these meals they're probably going to be higher in calorie meals and you are going to be really really hungry when you're eating them so if one day you ditch that window, you say, stuff it, I want to actually be able to have a life, then you've basically just created a habit where you've taught yourself to cram calories. And that's not a super helpful habit for long-term weight loss. I don't know if you would agree, but I'm going to put that out there. That's not helpful. So in that instance, you've basically taught yourself that you are going to eat more calories at your meals, which is going to mean if you ditch that window, you will probably gain weight. There is a police car going past. Hopefully not trying to pick. We actually, actually sometimes we have car chases around there. It's really, really interesting, um, but it shows you a little bit about where we live. <laughs> so number three, pros and cons of intermittent fasting. A big pro of intermittent fasting is that you're not eating late at night. I think this is the biggest pro of intermittent fasting is because cutting out the nighttime eating can drastically reduce your calories. A lot of people tend up end up eating most of their calories at night and people who end up eating later at night will end up eating more calories in general than people who eat earlier in the day. Eating after 7pm is not good for weight loss. I'm going to do a podcast episode about this. It has a lot to do with your circadian rhythms. Basically, our bodies run on these clocks. Every cell in our body runs on a bit of a clock and that is not dependent on like where you live or like whether you um, kind of like muck yourself, muck up your body clocks by doing like shift work. It seems to be really, really inherent. So eating at night, your body actually stores calories differently than how it does in the morning, which is so, so fascinating. Can be about like a hundred calories difference in terms of how much is burned in the morning compared to how much is burned at night. So eating most of your calories towards the start of the day is way, way better for weight loss. And this is the con of intermittent fasting. They will tell you to not eat your calories in the morning. Have this short window, probably wait until like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, depending on what that window actually is. 
So you're actually missing out on the benefits of eating most of your calories at the start of the day. So in one study, honestly super fascinating, two groups of obese women, they ate the same number of calories, 2,000 calories, um, over the course of quite a few months. And so the first group, they ate a big breakfast, a medium kind of sized lunch, and then a small calorie dinner. So you kind of think that typical um, breakfast like a prince or breakfast like a king lunch like a pauper and then dinner like a prince so that's what they did and then the other group did it the opposite way around so the the king pauper king prince pauper group the group that structured most of their calories to be eaten at the start of the day this is the same number of calories guys wait for this they lost more than twice as much weight as those that did it the other way around So not only is it better to eat most of your calories at the start of the day, um, another reason that this is so important is that fiber helps you to to suppress your appetite 11 hours later when it reaches the colon. So eating a fiber-rich breakfast at the start of the day, like I do, porridge every single day pretty much, is going to help reduce your hunger that night it's going to help you feel fuller throughout the day it is going it also actually makes you move more which is going to be helpful to um, you burning more calories and when you do this like you're not going to need to rely on some kind of window because you are going to be able to um, physiologically get your snacking and your cravings and under control at night and like let's be honest this doesn't mean that suddenly you don't want to eat chocolate after dinner but it does mean that as manageable as it can be and and as like effective as it can be you will be able to um, like get more management of that than you have now like it's not like a magic pill pill it's not a cure-all but it does really really help and there's been studies that look at people's like reward center of the brain how that lights up when shown like a milkshake and when they have these this undigested food fiber dripped on their colon directly don't yeah you get the visual then they their brain actually lights up less when given pictures of things like milkshakes and they actually report finding it less appealing as well so you want to hack your cravings you want to hack that Eat some fiber at the start of the day. Eat some fiber at every single meal and you're going to be able to do that. Eat enough food at all your meals. Nighttime snacking is probably one of the hardest habits to stop. I definitely find that really hard. Um, And I've I've found a few little strategies to help me at the moment, but I might do an episode about this as well. But helping to set yourself up for success by eating enough food in the morning. I'm trying to eat like my bigger meal at the start of the day. And I have a consistent time that I eat my meals as well. I eat breakfast at eight o'clock. I eat lunch at around one o'clock and I eat dinner at about six o'clock. And that helps me to be prepared. It helps me to stay on track And yeah, I definitely enjoy having that big, big bowl of porridge with lots of fruit in the morning and it helps me for the whole rest of my day. So all in all, intermittent fasting, it's not some magic pill. It can help some people get into calorie deficit, but it's not necessary. Any diet that gets you into a calorie deficit is going to help you lose weight. You don't have to rely on a tiny little window. I think there's far more effective ways to get into a deficit 
Um, and it's really worth noting as well that when you compare a regular eating window for the same number of calories with intermittent fasting, there is absolutely no advantage in fat burning. So if you want to know more about how to get into a calorie deficit, like I said, go check out my first and second episodes, but particularly the second episode is going to help you to figure out how you can get into that deficit without having to count calories. But this is what I teach in the Lean of Plants membership that I run as well, all about how to get into a calorie deficit, how to modify your meals, how to eat enough food, how to be consistent. There is hours of video training. We do group coaching every single week. There is like a private Facebook group, which is really, really funny. All the kind of people like that like kooky stuff and follow me on Instagram. So you can imagine it's a cool place to be. And yeah, like awesome results for those people. I think the thing that I love most about the Lean of Plants membership is just hearing people saying like, I'm not binging anymore. I'm not... I'm not going um, like extreme all in, all out anymore. Like I'm actually feeling like in control and realizing that they don't have to be perfect, but seeing significant progress, not only in how they deal with food, how they're feeling about food, but actually losing weight as well. And so get in there. That's my shameless plug, but I truly believe that it is the place to be if you want to lose weight. So get on that. And thank you so much for listening as well. I know this is a shorter episode, um, but my episodes range all over the show. And yeah, so if you like this, please connect with me on Instagram. Send me a DM or send me a like or something. Don't send me nudes, please. I'm not not into that. Um, And I'll talk to you later.